Chirp, chirp, chirp. You hear that, Brittany? Oh, the birds are just waking up. Oh, did you hear the Pop-Tart just, just jumped out. out of the toaster? <laughs> it, it knew to get itself ready for the morning. Hello, everyone. Good morning, guys. Welcome to Get Out of My Room. Get Out of My Room. Ooh, but you can come back in for a little bit. Um, <laughs> just for for now. Just for now. Uh, we're going to jump into our first segment today. Uh, it, underrated news. I want to go first this time. Brittany's going to go first this mine's time. mine's pretty dumb. A Trump dumps its enormous milk load all over the road. Police officers in southwest England said they were, quote, lapping it up after a truck spilled its load of milk on a main road. No one was injured when the vehicle carrying thousands of bottles of the white stuff shed its cargo at the roundabout. <laughs> like, they're trying so hard to, like... And then the rest of it is just stupid, punny tweets that people said about the milk spill. I feel like we didn't even need an article for this. Just... Now they're milking it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, I just... Room. I don't know. I just felt like that's crazy i mean look at the picture there's like milk all over <laughs> it was just jugs and nobody milk. made the like no use crying over spilled milk joke well, it so, looks like full gallons have fallen out yeah full gal yeah well a uh, great start <laughs> great start to the pot um, it was really hard to find something that today. was huff post wasn't it a little huff po it's a little biased media i don't know if that's if that's real Brittany. isn't all media biased not people magazine the all greatest right, you're news getting, out you're getting out of yours well uh cool uh, this one came from abc news the title is amazon employee wristbands spark concerns as more companies monitor workers with tech oh amazon God. made a tracking wristband nope. that employees will soon have to wear nope and they will track their whereabouts their entire nope. shift. Nope. Not doing that. Yeah. Not doing that. They're not going to find out that I spend 30 minutes crying in the bathroom. Well, I don't think they can track your tears, but they'll know you've been in the bathroom <laughs> well, and make some assumptions it. from there. <laughs> oh, there oh might be, God. yeah. Hey, can I just tell you like a side note conspiracy theory that I've been having recently? Mm. Like every time I see a big... I'll let you get back to your <laughs> Every time I see like a big bug like flying or something, I'm like, it's a drone. It's a fucking drone. And that's how they're listening to us. Because you know when, like, someone... Okay, you and your friend are talking about, like, toaster strudels. And then the next thing you know, there's a YouTube video for toaster strudels. And you're like, okay, I wasn't searching for that shit. Mm -hmm. I know my phone heard me. So I just keep thinking maybe bugs are all drones. And then, anyway. So tracking is not that far off. I hate you. Get out of my room. <laughs> well, it seems like whenever those days come, you'll be on the front lines. Yeah. Trying to. I've trying been to saying protest. it all along. Yeah. Um, cool. We're gonna go ahead and introduce our guest. Uh, he uh, hails from the sunny state of California, uh, but is now a Houston native for the time. That's not what native means. Well, he <laughs> is in Houston right now. A transplant. Please, Please welcome, welcome to the podcast, Jake, Jake Reiner. Reiner. <sighs> what a terrific introduction. Hey, Jake. Welcome <laughs> Thanks, to guys. the show, Jake. Thanks for being here in my hot apartment. Uh, it's, it is quite toasty. It's really warm in here. A little warm. But uh, it's 4 a.m., so I feel like it's not even at the heat of the day. <laughs> we should prepare ourselves a little bit. So, Jake... 
We're a we're a teen morning podcast, as we've told you. Four teens by teens. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening, re-listening to our first episode, and and you you out. also said it was by teens in the first episode. I cannot I emphasize thinking, enough. I think I thought that was going to be our tagline. <laughs> four teens by teens. It's a morning show. Four teens by teens. Well, we can't lie at this point. We've made too well, many. Well, maybe we're just still coming into our own and figuring out what we are. Well. What do you think, Jake? What, what kind of you, podcast how, should we do? How would you rate us so far? <laughs> um, well, there's been a lot of fake news yeah. Yeah. mixed in there, which I think is, is appropriate. Wait, it wasn't fake news. That was real news. It was just underrated. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the news itself, but oh. but referring to yourselves as teens is... Oh, oh yeah. That calling was... you Houston native. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Look at the okay. reporter, reporter calling us out, fact-checking us. Yeah. So for the listeners, so usually, Jake, probably all your fans and our fans will be listening. So mm-hmm. your fans already know about you, but our fans might not. <laughs> Those so people who tune in every Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Every week, yeah. I've got a weird so. fan base, to be honest with you. Do Ooh, you? Tell us about dish, your fan base. Wait, we had to say that Jake is a reporter for a local... TV station. Can we say what it is? Telemundo. <laughs> no. <laughs> no bueno. No, it is. It's KPRC, which is the NBC affiliate in Houston. Okay. All right. So tell us about my fan base. Yeah, real yeah, quick, and then we'll get to the teens. Well, there are two. There are two groups of people that like me. Uh, one of them is teens? old women. Oh, okay. Um, Local news. I've people. I've gotten the old woman and uh, old woman in a diner scenario where she freaks out that I'm there. Oh, and nice. Has to take a picture with me and oh it's, god, it's adorable. I really I, I love that. And then the other ones are um, the gays. The gays really mm. they really dig me. I get a lot of messages on Facebook, um, you know, telling me that I should meet them in person. Oh my uh-huh. god. Oh Have my. you ever met one of them? In uh, I've met a total of zero of them. <laughs> good call. Probably good call. Yeah. I guess considering that you're not gay, that's probably the best. Well, it's not even that, about that. It's just that you don't you want to meet strangers anyway. Mm-hmm. If it was a beautiful woman, would you meet her? Uh, probably Are not. Her? Probably not. If it was an older woman that you met at a diner, would you go on a date with her? If she was like, come meet me for a picture. <laughs> <laughs> And if the picture, if the word picture was in quotes, maybe not. Mm, Oh my God. I think after this podcast comes out, you're going to be getting a lot more requests for pictures Mm. at a diner. Yeah. We do broadcast to tens of people, Jake. Yep. Wow. So. Yep. Huge fan. Buckle up. Let's dig into that teen history. Let's get into the teen We made this a teen podcast. Oh, I have a good Uh, seg. Yeah. Um. As a teen, did you like? Did you watch the news? Like, did you want to work for the news when you were? I always in high thought school? that the news was for grown-ups, and That's so true. because I was told that, I never watched the news. In fact, really? I only started. I only started watching the news when I got to college. And Wait, was it on at your house? It was. My parents watched the news all the time, but every time they turned it on, I was like, "Oh God, no! I'm not allowed to watch this. I'm not allowed to watch this. Got to go watch Nickelodeon somewhere." Yes. And that was my childhood. And so when I got to Syracuse is when I actually started watching the news, and um, I got into it. I started comparing the newscasts. So I'd watch like mm. ABC, CBS, and NBC, and then I would compare each one of them: what I liked oh. about one, what I didn't like about the other, and I kind of got into it that way. Wow, were you looking at it when you, what you liked about them? Were you mostly looking at the news itself or like the production? All of it. 
I can never watch TV the same way. I'm always looking at how it's produced, what shots they use, yeah. what graphics they use, and I notice the little mess ups here and there that you can't not you can't not unsee. You know, specifically that like broadcast Nugget. news or like all media. All media. Yeah. All media. Even even when I'm watching like a television show, like I. I start there thinking about those things. I'm in a singular film class right now, and I've just now learned that, like, you can look in the eyes of the actors and see, like, the reflectors and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And now, like, yeah. I just see how they're lit now whenever I see any actor's eye on a TV. It's really weird. It is It is bizarre, but it has to be specific. Otherwise, you're going to get distracted. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff were you watching as a teen? Nickelodeon, you um, I was a huge SpongeBob fan. Mm. Into the teen years, yeah, love. Uh, yeah, even pa- even now, yeah, really. it's like half for adults, half for children. It really Early is years. that show, and also Fairly Odd Parents mm-hmm. is also that kind of show where it works for both kids and adults because they throw in some good jokes in there for both. Um, and it that's why it, that's why I like it so much even now because I'm able to watch it now as, through a different lens yeah. than I was when I was younger. But I was into, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I was into yeah. Wild and Crazy Kids and yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my God, Legends <laughs> of the Hidden Temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would Brittany, your nose is show. bleeding right now. You're so excited. <laughs> right. Because it was well, like, why are you wearing a mouth guard? <laughs> <laughs> because it was like an obstacle course, you yeah. know? I love that shit. Oh man, that was good. I really love that show. Yeah, Jay, did you, uh, let's talk about, like, your overall, I guess, uh, maybe some th- themes or big, yeah. big defining moments, teen year. Did you have any, uh... Yeah, what was it like being a teen in I, this world? My teenage years, when I was first going through, like, up until about middle school, I never really thought of myself as a popular kid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But when I went to high schools, when I really skyrocketed the fame. Nice. Yeah. peaked. I peaked. <laughs> and now it's just been a plateau. Yeah. Not even being on TV helps. No, I thought it would. Yeah. It hasn't. And the reason, and weirdly enough, the reason I, I think I uh, skyrocketed the fame was because I was in the theater department. Mm. And my school, but, so, but you were going to school in LA, which is different because in Middle America, being part of theater is like the just curse another. of death. Exactly. Like you're just you, a nerd. You're a freak. You're weird. But our school was like it's true. Well, because right? you have the balance of sports, right? So you got the football team and the basketball team. We had those things, but it wasn't like the biggest thing at the school, and yeah. we didn't yeah. have a gym or a field. So it wasn't like oh, wow. it wasn't like we had like homecoming or you know really? any of those big events. The big events were the uh, spring musical and mm. the uh, fall straight play, and those were the big events on campus. And everybody, oh. and like we did uh, every time we did a performance for the entire school for free. So that was kind of that you know get to see the. The celebs. At the Did school. you guys get mascots oh, yeah. and cheerleaders out, bef- like for intermission and stuff? I, so. we, I wish we. Sh- I wish we would have. Honestly, they need they, someone to cheer for. They needed. They need something. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that's that's kind of when I uh, was able to really kind of be the. Were you like the lead in any of the plays? I was lead in pretty much all of them. Shut up. Scoosh. I yeah. knew you were popular in high school. I didn't know you were this popular. Any musically, like any any favorite musical? Uh, I was uh, I was Birdie and Bye Bye Birdie. Mm. Yeah, titular Whoa. character. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. 
I was the spelling bee in 25th annual Putnam County. Wow. Show. I think my I think my greatest role was in this musical called Children of Eden, biblical. I was God. Oh. I don't think <laughs> not the this children. Explains everything about you. <laughs> I don't think you. I mean, that's when I really peaked because yeah. you can't. Where do you can't go from there? God. I've already played. God. It's like in an improv scene when you become God. That's the end of the scene. Mm. Yeah. 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 Whoa, Whoa. So theme popularity. Popularity. Yeah. Um, Did you have a lot of girlfriends? I had uh, not that many girlfriends, but I always, I never went through the phase of like, ooh, girls are gross. Like, I, that never mm. happened to me. <laughs> I was always like, what's wrong with these people? They're great. Like, yeah. well, why are we, what, what's going on, guys? Like, we're why human. are we? <laughs> well, what is it? You went through puberty when you were like six. Never, <laughs> never saw a cootie, didn't know what that was. It was a, it was a terrific time. A terrific time to be alive. Do you. Wait, am I getting too ahead by asking Mm-mm. about his romantic life? Mm-mm. Do you keep in touch with any high school girlfriends? I do not. Oh, no, I don't. Okay, moving on. I don't <laughs> keep it. Well, were there any long-term high school girlfriends, or were they just sort of here and there? No, I had a couple of long-term high school girlfriends. One of them lasted from my senior year into my freshman year of college, mm. and. It's not that I don't really keep up with girlfriends per se, but I don't really keep up with a lot of people from high school. Yeah. There's only a select few people that I actually really do keep in touch because it's tough, yeah. especially for me because I've moved around so much. Yeah. And Did anyone from the theater department make it? Yeah. Besides you, who's the reporter for the hottest news hottest. channel in Houston. Mm. You didn't even know that. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. So years ago, when I was growing, you may not even know this guy, but there was a reporter. I don't remember what channel. His name was Gene Apodaca. <laughs> that is a great name. Do you not? No, you don't I don't remember? know this. Okay, well, they, like one week he just like disappeared. I never saw him again on the news. Why on, do you think Jake would know about your and, local? Well, I just want to know what happened to Gene Apodaca. So I, I, it was worth a... <laughs> if anybody I wish you would have told me about him. Yeah, I could have done yeah, a little research could've. for you. Yeah, seriously. Man, that's all right. But you remember Dave Ward. Yeah. Dave Ward just recently retired, and he was the Grand Marshal at the Rodeo Parade. I didn't even know that yeah. part. Wow. Wow. Go Dave. Yeah. Speaking of Rodeo, I was there last night where my brother proposed. Congratulations, Colin. Really? Yeah. On the Ferris wheel. Like, the, the big one. Because, like... That is special. He The very first date... They've been dating for six years, and their very first date... Is this uh, your older brother or younger brother? Older. Two years older. Uh, at their very first date, like, they went to the rodeo to see a train concert. But before they went on this Ferris wheel, my brother always told her, like, he, he wanted to kiss her on that Ferris wheel, but was too scared. Aww. And so, what he did on this Ferris wheel, like, same Ferris wheel, and he, like, kissed her, and he was like, see, I'm not scared. And then <laughs> he proposed, and she, she like, said yes. But it was real So nice. he proposed on the Ferris wheel. On so he Ferris got down wheel. on one knee in the little bucket that they're in. Yeah, yeah. That's different. Well, the, the Ferris wheel at the road, like the biggest one, it's it's like the, I call it the limousine of Ferris wheels because it's like all glass and it's an all enclosed too. Oh, so you're so it's like, like the London Eye. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, whenever we got off, like there was a crowd that had formed because uh, my brother's like soon to be mother-in-law had like a sign saying like did she say yes and like a crowd just formed around her did they get this on the video were, uh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it's it's all they, on yeah, they didn't it didn't happen yeah it'll be on our website um, <laughs> <laughs> search um, keyword call yeah keyword call keyword ring hashtag Hashtag, uh, wait, what was it? Uh, let, the trip trip let the trip begin. Because ah. our last name is Triplet. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, cool. So, what's the detention? We want to do detention. Yeah. Um, yeah let's... So our, our our newest ish segment is called detention. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about mm, a little bit of trouble here and there you got yourself into, Jay. I have a story in mind. Here we go. What what, what are we talking about? Are we talking about sneaking out. Are we talking about mm, murder. <laughs> <laughs> I guess those are the two ends of the spectrum. <laughs> No. Jake's gonna confess that he like ran a kid over and yeah. drove off. <laughs> so there, uh, I got in trouble. I didn't really get in trouble that much in school, but this is the one time I really got in serious trouble. It was in fifth grade. Mm. There was this uh, new girl that showed up at school, and she was like the hot girl, and all the guys liked her. We were all fifth grade. Yeah, wow. fifth grade, and so <laughs> we de- we decided. <laughs> That we were, we decided that we were going to write, we were going to write her a collective love note. <laughs> okay, that's kind of cute. This actually. is like the makings of a gangbang. <laughs> okay, <laughs> didn't go that far. All right, so, I'm the only female in the room. I'm allowed to feel that. That's true. Way. That's true. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll let that one slide. So we oh decide. So yes, very cute idea at the outset. However, uh, it did not go well mm-hmm. because what happened was we all got together, and this is in the days of you know AIM, and uh, we you know did conference calls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll be in my room, father. Right. Take exactly. Conference. Take it on the landline. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we're all talking about it and we're writing. We're like, yes, these lines are great, blah, blah, blah. I'm typing it up, I think. And one of the lines, I don't remember the whole letter, but one of the lines was, you are so beautiful. You're like a hot and spicy chicken wing was one of the lines that we wrote to this girl. Oh, my God. And we put it. The metaphors. Brittany, your nose is bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) And so we decided to put this letter in her cubby. And which is yeah. Any uh, and so she read it in horror. Of course. Told the teacher. She feels like she's being that in fifth grade. That's the equivalent of a gangbang. Five people writing what? a letter. Yeah, that's aggressive. Okay. Okay. Well, it wasn't ne- it was never described to me that way. <laughs> but I got called into the principal's office. Oh all, shit. And we got called in. I believe gang. we got called in separately. <laughs> So yeah. that we couldn't all conspire. Yeah. And mm. I felt terrible. I th- I, I may I think I may have started crying or wow. something like that. But oh, we had no. to we had to like I think it was either write an apology or say say an apology in oh, person. Great. She has to open a second letter and be traumatized another time. I see how it's like can be seen as aggressive and overwhelming, but I don't know if it's like were like did you get punished at all or it was just right No, it was just a it was just a strong warning. I mean because okay. we were in 5th grade and it was a and, page of compliments yeah. like yeah. I don't I we didn't know it's Yeah, yeah, we, we we didn't know what you're we doing. Yeah. And suffice it to say it didn't work. What what would what would your dream scenario been to get out of that letter like all of you get to collectively date her or like what's the <laughs> what was the end game? Well, I, you just add a list of names of people who liked her and she chose. I think I think the biggest problem was is that we did it <laughs> The biggest problem we had was that we didn't have an end game. There was no mm, means to an yeah. end. I think one of the questions was, "What did you want to get out of this?" <laughs> and we didn't have a good answer for that. In fifth grade, we didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we thought she'd throw it away. Um, in fifth mm. grade, I wrote a Valentine's to a girl in in my class, 
And it was, I wrote it anonymously. And she went around the class being like, did you write this? And when she came to me, she asked, did you write this? And I said, no, I just, <laughs> I just wrote it, but was too scared to follow up. So there's actually, there's actually a follow-up story to that that I just remembered. Ooh. This one's even, this is, all right. So I was the, the lead in the play, uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Mm. I was Tevye. And there's a scene in Fiddler on the Roof where one of his daughters uh, leaves and moves to Siberia with her husband. And um, the scene is at the train station. And um, this girl that we all liked was playing my daughter. And um, the script, I think, called for like a kiss goodbye, like mm-hmm. a, you know, father daughter, like a gangbang goodbye. We got <laughs> in um, ass grab. As a, it was, it was, yeah, ass grab oh, in boy. italics. <laughs> and so I we did, we, we were getting to that part in rehearsal, and I was getting really nervous because I did not know what I was going to do. And it was just a kiss on the cheek. It was mm-hmm. like, you know. And so it happened. And I did it, and like as soon as I did it, the entire cast of like fifth graders were like, "Oh my god!" Oh, they started no. freaking out, shrieking from the from from backstage, and I got so embarrassed. I Aww. ran off stage. Was this a live performance or no? This was rehearsal. Okay. I Aww, ran off stage. I started crying. And the performing arts teacher had to come over and console me. Mm. Oh, no. And it was the most embarrassing thing. Puberty's oh rough, God. man. Right. Well, it was fifth grade. Oh, Still. That's when Drake was going through puberty. Yeah. Oh, right. You said you, you were that early. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. This I'm podcast, sorry. why should we be talking about Jake's uh, elementary school years? Because yeah, that's, that's when, when he was a teen, a basically. Teen. <laughs> Freshman year of high school, he was already uh, going to college. I rebounded from well, that experience, though. Yeah, that's, that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, that makes that like kind of breaks my heart a little bit. What about you, uh, your first like real kiss? It was in like a um, like a kissing game, mm. <laughs> like you a um, spin the bottle. Yeah, like, kind of like that. Okay, what about your first real kiss that was not a game? Um, this isn't a game. <laughs> yeah, this is like a like Jake was like. And she was like, yes. And then you guys shared like an intimate moment. And you maybe held hands. Do you remember that kiss? Um, it, no, because it wasn't like that. It never it is. It wasn't very romantic. <laughs> just happened. I don't even remember it, to Aww. be honest with you. Man. Yeah, I don't know if I remember my first kiss. My first kiss was terrible because... You remember? I was kind of a loser like a freshman year of high school, um, which is when it happened. Uh, and... This girl, I was at the Christmas theater party, and this girl was talking to uh, this guy, and she was like, hey, do you dare me to go kiss Cole? Uh, And then she did it, and then I was like, because I already had a crush on her, and then I texted her later, and then she was like, like, oh, it was just a dare. What a jerk. Oh my that's god. Awful. The good news is she's dating a real uggo now. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right, and you're not. Yeah. So yeah. do you just every now and then you look her up to make sure that she's <laughs> to make sure, yeah. still not as good as you? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta I don't even remember her name. Is that weird? Okay, so we're we're doing things that got in trouble, detention, is that what yeah. we are? Uh what about you, Brittany? We've talked about some I've got I got in trouble a lot. Yeah. I can't even You had that party. Did we talk about that on on the pod. I don't, remember. I don't remember if we talked about the party. Let's try to think about some other ways that I got in trouble. One time I got in trouble because I was had um, friends sleeping over, a bunch <coughs> of girlfriends, and um, we would sneak out and hang out with the boys 
down the street. My best friend would have other boys spend the night. And then these girls, like, slept in my front yard. And the neighbor called in the morning and was like, there's two girls sleeping in your front yard. So my mom was super pissed. Wait, so, like... My friend, I skipped the my earlier friends, part. They, they my said friends, their parents were taking them home. But they no, just, they were. They were just. They were just spending the night, and they just not in the in the lawn. They were not supposed to be sleeping in. the Why do they car. sleep in the? I don't know because they were sneaking out and then they just didn't come back in. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's real dumb. Um, yeah, a lot of sneaking out. I remember. I don't know if this is an interesting story, but I remember uh, in private school, I was invited to a party and I decided not to go to, but then afterwards I heard the cops got, this is when I went to private school and the cops got called and I was like, what? We're good Christian boys. Um, and it was cause like, they were like running up and down the street, just like, just like knocking on doors. That was a thing like we did a lot in junior high is like, let's go like knock on doors and like ask ding dong ditch. Yeah, Yeah, ding dong ditch. And also like, we were once like, I once went to a birthday party and like was given like a scavenger hunt list and we were supposed to go around the whole neighborhood going from neighbor to neighbor being like, hey, can I have a clothespin like for my scavenger list? like that. Like, it was terrible. We went through a a phase where we were doing a lot of toilet papering people's house. Mm. And, um, at, I, like, where I grew up was, like, pretty Christian, so a lot of, like, Christmas decorations, and one of the big Christmas decorations was just, I don't know, this was, like, the late 90s, those, like, wooden reindeer that, like, you have in the front, you guys know what I'm talking about, where, like, Mm. one is, like, um, bent over and, like, eating from your grass, and then one is standing upright, so you put the upright one on top of the one that's bent over, it looks like there are uh, deer that are mating, so we went through the whole thing. I think uh, our producer Jeffrey has a tattoo of that on his body, right? (laughs) His lower back. He's nodding yes. It's at his lower back. Uh, Wow. Did you ever get caught for that? Um, I don't think we ever got caught for that one, but I remember the next day when my mom was driving me through the neighborhood and just like hysterically loud like I was just like oh my god this is the funniest thing I've ever seen because it was just so funny to see it in the daylight Mm -hmm. like all of our hard work (laughs) so great it was worth it it was worth it did you guys do pranks in high school were you big pranksters um I went through a shoplifting phase shut up let's get into this here we go also in fifth grade did you see that that so raven episode with the five finger discount is that I I did see that did you but that's not what inspired me oh man Jeffrey knows what I'm talking about. It was so dumb. It was like a, a group of us that were just like, yeah, let's just go and steal stuff. And like, we went into like a convenience store and stole like crackers and I stole some cheap sunglasses. And Ooh. eventually it got out to my parents that I was doing this and mm. they, they gave me a stern talking to. But again, I didn't really get in trouble because I wasn't doing that yeah. horrible yeah. things. I, and, and like, that scared the crap out of me so I never did it again yeah and I guess the only prank I did I think I've already pretty sure I've already talked about is the the prank phone call have you heard this oh, yeah. uh <laughs> murder uh, yeah I'll tell you in real quick so I, I, I prank called this old lady with my friend who was like egging me on at his sleepover and it, I was just dialing random numbers and this old lady that's answers. when all the crazy stuff happens at sleepovers yeah mm-hmm. and this old lady answers and she's like hello and I said uh, murder <laughs> and she was like what and I said I'm gonna murder your face <laughs> and then I hung up Ooh. and then she called the cops <laughs> and she didn't press charges but how did she know it was you well, the phone number. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. 
call look up? Yeah. Oh, no. I wasn't aware of Star 69 at the time. Oh, no. Or caller ID, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Jake, when you got in trouble growing up, were your parents strict disciplinarians? No, they never were. They just were. Really? They just were disappointed, and to me it was like, okay, well, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. It was enough for me that they were unhappy with me that yeah. I just didn't want to continue my awful oh, behavior. So not I really wasn't I really wasn't that bad of a kid. Not a sociopath. No. Yeah. That's good. No. no they never were they never were disciplinarians, no. Oh. I know my mom uh, was a disciplinarian and she would like not talk to me for a week straight and I would just have to talk to my dad. She would like basically ignore Ooh. me. Ooh. Yeah, it was cold as ice. That is um type of an emotional abuse. Yeah, you know, I've thought about that. I hope your mom's not um, listening to She's this also, right uh, like... She was doing one, her best. Yeah, one time I got in trouble, and she, like, took my Game Boy, threw it on the ground, and, like, stepped on it, no. and then she bought me a new Game Boy and then threw that in the toilet when she was angry at me one time. Oh wow. But I'm, I'm proud to say my third Game Boy is still alive and well. You know what they say. What? Third time. That is true. <laughs> With Game Boy Advances. Are you talking about your Game Boy or your Switch? Talking about my Game Boy. Okay. I got my Switch. Like no one calls the ago. Switch a Game Boy. No, because it looks like one. Well, I love Game Boy. Yeah, it's great. It's good. Tetris. What was everybody's mm. first video game console? N sixty four. I guess uh, PlayStation. The first PlayStation. Original Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, the original in, in yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, it yep. was a mix for me between PlayStation and the first Nintendo because I had really old cousins and my grandma at her house bought them an NES to come and play whenever they were over so that that's just the only console she had so I played that a lot By too. really old do you mean like my age? Yeah uh, <laughs> the 1800s NES I think yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. Right. Cool! cool. <laughs> uh, get out so, of my room! Get out of my room thank you for saying that because we were all thinking it. Um, Cole, I like how you'll let there be a moment of silence. You know, when people are driving, sometimes they want a a second to to just, like, process everything we're saying, you know? I'm going to have one of these little oranges. Yeah, get in there. Yeah. Yeah, we always have clementine oranges on the podcast. So if you're at home and you want to get the full experience, you could be peeling a clementine right now. We're not going to say what brand until they sponsor us. That's right. You know who you are. Your soft peels is so easy to remove. Um, don't even need a knife. Hey, Jake. Yes, yeah, cool. When you're in a rush in the morning and you only have two options, Pop-Tart or Toaster Strudel, what are you going for? Pop-Tart. Pop-Tart? Wow. I feel like I set up the why. question wrong. Think about it this way. Pop-Tarts no. are quicker anyways. That's what I was going to say. You yeah. don't have to put a Pop-Tart in the yeah. microwave. But we're, if we're talking delish we're factor... Ooh, that's tough. I I did eat a lot of toaster strudel when I was when I was growing up, so I, I'll have to go with toaster strudel for overall taste. <laughs> Woo! Jeffrey is again disappointed because but, toaster strudel is but, a master. But race. it's hard. It's hard to top that uh, that brown sugar. Oh tart. yeah, that's true. Oh my that is my god, favorite that one. brown sugar. Oh god, I can taste that right now. Also, the s'more one, which is just a decadent dessert. It is. Not a breakfast. I think Jeffrey's mouthing the butt-flavored Pop-Tart is his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Butt-flavored anything. Yeah, butt-flavored anything. Uh, what's your favorite flavor of that I strudel? really like butt itself, but I don't like butt-flavoring. Not butt-flavoring. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. The like strawberry like, gun? You like the strawberry strudel. I'm an apple guy. Is the apple the cinnamon? It was like yeah, it was yeah, apple cinnamon. I like that one. That was my favorite one. Man, guys, that cinnamon pop tart. 
brown sugar. That's amazing. Like, you guys are right. That's the I also like, heat it up a little bit. Do mm. you ever put butter on them? Uh, no. <laughs> I really want to recommend putting butter. Uh, Jeffrey likes frozen. Frozen. Yeah, Jeffrey Jeffrey's freezes furiously his writing us down. Frozen pop tarts. That's when they're not frozen. They're already pretty hard. Like that's I don't weird. know. You like them cold though? Is it the cold you like? He likes the crunch. The like he likes to break them off. And then yeah. is there a rule that he can't talk? No, he can't talk. He's not okay. one. Um, so. He only gets to talk when he plugs his Twitter handle because it's funny to see him try to explain it because it's a really complicated handle. Uh, Jake, we're gonna do another segment called, called uh, a quiz. Stay- oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Brittany has a quiz. We did a quiz last week with Tandy, uh, and it went pretty well. So, yeah. so I don't know if you, when you were a teen, did you read any magazines? Were you into any magazines? Um, I read like. Like people and us weekly. And okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so like people. Here we go. Yeah. Peephole magazine. I like I like the the celebs are just like us segment. Yeah, <laughs> that's the worst. Um, <laughs> so I was a big reader of Seventeen magazine. Heard of it? Cosmo. What about Tiger two. Beat? Yeah, that was a little for the younger kids. I was more into my the, sister like, was into Tiger Beat. Yeah, that's yes. She's younger. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably not anymore. Anyway, Seventeen magazine. Um, since um, we're all still Seventeen at heart, uh, has a new quiz out, and okay. it is because you know we're, prom season is upon us, guys. I went to prom and, four times. Oh, Whoa! God, let's every year of high school. Hold the or was quiz year, so we can talk about every that. year of high school. Every year of high school. Yep. Stop wow. it. Was prom available to everyone, or it was like you had to be asked by an upperclassman? So class you were asked by. Class. Had to be asked by an upperclassman. Oof. Dang, so Jake. Who was asking situation. you? Um, well, I had a I had a girlfriend when I was in ninth grade. Who was a senior? Who? Well, she was. I believe she was in eleventh grade or tenth grade. I can't remember. Wow. But the prom was for uh, juniors and seniors. Oh, juniors and seniors. Yeah. Okay. And so I went with her, and then I went the next year with someone else, and then um. Yeah, I went four... T- Why did I go four... Oh, I went four times because... The other two were you're allowed to go? Uh, I went... when I, I think when I came back from college during a break, I went... Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that's weird. Was it the same color scheme every time? What color schemes were we talking about? <laughs> it was different every time, but I don't remember. Okay. It was so long ago. Do you remember the, the song of any of your proms? No. I don't. Like there was a was there was like a main day, song time of your life. <laughs> At my prom, there was a girl that before prom even started chugged a whole thing of Fireball, and then she like at prom like while we were doing the eating portion before dancing had begun, she was like throwing up, and they, they had to like wheel her out. And as she was leaving, the DJ put on the song Fireball by Pitbull. No. Oh no, I'm not even joking. It was poor taste. Poor taste. Poor. <laughs> Taste. Good wow. taste, but poor taste. Wow. Um, cool. I'm going well, to keep going to the quiz. So Sorry. The, the quiz is, what's your prom style? Take mm. this quiz to find the perfect prom dress to match your vibe. Okay. And just when they wrote the word vibe, they have the little, like, swirly dash. You know, the, like, crooked dash. You know what I'm talking about? Tilda? The thing that, like... Tilda it, it means about. Like, yeah, about tilde. ten. Or tilde? Tilde. Sure, Cole. Anyway. Jeffrey's saying I'm right. Question one. Your BFF always texts you when she needs help with homework, fashion advice, 
new music recommendations, or crush advice? Crush advice. Of course. Do you still okay. do you get crush advice still? Um, do <laughs> I get crush advice? Get or give? Or is it give crush advice? Um, I'm not they listening. They text to me about crush advice, so I would give the crush advice. Gotcha. I do get sometimes. Yeah. I think um, as a as a friend, you are pretty good dishing on hot goss. Mm. It's pretty good for crush. I'm in the business of gossip and yeah. Yeah. telling people. Yeah, like everyone. relationships, emotions. Jake's good at those kind of things. Okay, question two. You're going to a party and your crush will death be there. Your beauty move is sparkly red lips, a sultry smoky, pretty waves. Is that like a uh, like or, eyeliner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the third one? Pretty waves, like your hair, mm-hmm. or winged eyeliner. That's like, <laughs> sort of like cat eyes. Um, I'm going to go uh, with the lips. Yeah, that's why I Sparkly we're red lips. Funny enough, guys, um, your lips actually get redder when you're ovulating as to attract a mate. Mm. So that's why lipstick makes you get a boner. It's because you want to reproduce. Anyway. Okay. Question number three. You scored major dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign working all weekend. So you... Buy new headphones with studs all over them. Put it towards the iPad you've been saving up for. Blow it at Sephora. (laughs) (laughs) Blow it all at Sephora. There are girls who do that. Or hit up your favorite vintage store. I'm going to go practical here and go for Sephora. (laughs) Because I do wear makeup for my job. So it would move me to stock up. Blow it at Sephora. Cool. Your dream date is Harry Styles. Don't know who that is. He's the One Direction guy. singer. Shay Mitchell. Don't know who that is. Don't know who that is either. The Weeknd. Okay. I know who that is. Or Zendaya. Also do not know who that is. She looks like maybe in Disney style. I'm going to go Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Okay. Okay. Your favorite outfit is... A flowy mini dress with heeled booties and massive amounts of bling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how now you start to know, like, okay, A is someone who likes sequins. Um, B, skinnies in a striped shirt with nude flats. Okay, B is like the sort Nude shirt. flats meaning no socks. <laughs> no, nude right? flats are shoes. <laughs> like, not heels. But, like, you're not wearing socks in the flats. Is, is that what that oh, means? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just nude is a color. Okay. <laughs> like, not that your feet Not are. in the nude, I guess. Not I thought it was like a cool hip term <laughs> for yeah. like, I'm going nude today with my nude feet. Yeah. I'm still wearing the shoes. I got nude feet. <laughs> nope. Okay. Well. C is shredded vintage jeans and an oversized vintage sweatshirt. Or D, a breezy skirt, Peter Pan blouse, and pearl studs. I'm going with striped shirt and nude flats. Nude flats. <laughs> <laughs> Your fave way to spend the weekend is going to a concert, getting mani petties with friends, a date with your crush, or binge watching Netflix. Ugh, Netflix. <laughs> mm. <laughs> any any show you got your eye on right now? Uh, I'm rewatching The Office. Mm. And it is oh, that's fun. Always rewatch. You know why it's fun to watch a show you've already seen is because there's no anxiety because mm-hmm. you, you already know what's no going to happen, and so you don't have to like get to know the characters. And I can put it on while I'm getting ready too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You already know. Okay. If you could raid any celeb's closet, it would be 
Ashley Benson. Don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. Lucy Hale. Don't know who that is. She's on Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Selena Gomez. I know who her her, her is. Taylor Swift. I also know who that is. T-Swift. Wow. You want to raid her her closet? I do. Cool. She may have some nude flats in there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't say you had that striped T-shirt. He's got to get it somehow. (laughs) Well, this is question eight out of nine. Which hairstyle are you dying to try for prom? Mm. An intricate braided updo. Space buns and glitter roots. Ooh-wee. What? A half-up bun, which, listeners, that's what I'm wearing right now. Or a 20s finger wave. Um, I am C. Everything about C is me. Um, what were the... the Intricate braided space updo. Buns. Space buns with glitter Space roots. buns. Give me the space buns. <laughs> yeah. I want to go up in there looking like Princess Leia. Space buns? With glitter roots. Yes, of course. You can't go, you can't have space bones without glitter roots and nude flats. If you could guest star on any TV show, would it be Famous in Love? Don't know it. The Fosters? Do not know it. Mm-mm. Stranger Things? I know it. Or Riverdale? I also do. Riverdale. Know. Really? What is it? Not that? even close. You like, like Riverdale? Yeah, I do. I haven't watched it. I actually watched Riverdale. Guys, this Ooh, it's is hot so in here. Damn, Brittany, guys. It's really hot in here. Lord. I know the air's on too, guys. No, it is not. It is not on. It's, not. it's gotten hotter. <laughs> I know. Quit talking. This is perfect for you, Jake. Your prom style is romantic. Mm-hmm. Your su- style is sweet and girly with a retro flair. Yes. Try a long princess dress in a pretty hue. Lace and tulle will give it the perfect romantic feel. Wow. I feel like a new person. Do you feel like that's pretty accurate of your prom style? Yeah. I would like to see some um, tool or lace on the air when you're on TV tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. If you could make that. If there's happen. an appropriate moment to show it. Maybe yeah. you could do your space buns with your ankle roots. <laughs> After you raise There's, a murder, there's a murder behind me, but check out these nude flats. <laughs> I feel like glitter, glitter roots can be subtle. Maybe you could just skip the space bun, but do glitter roots. Hmm, maybe. You know? Well, I feel like this is as good as time as any to, to take, take a, a little break. break. And a cold shower? Yeah, a cold shower <laughs> okay. is what we need. All right. Cool. Let's do it. BRB. Our advertiser this week is Ginya Ramen Bar. What? They are a group of awesome ramen bars spread across the country. My personal favorite has got to be the Midtown in our Houston area, which is where we're based. Um, They're amazing. They're on 3201 Louisiana Street in Houston. And our buddy Keith, who we have already interviewed, but it'll be releasing later down the line, is uh, one of the owners over there. And uh, Ginny Ramen Bar's signature stocks take center stage on their menu. Slowly simmered for more than 10 hours, they combine whole pork bones, chickens, or vegetables with just the right amount of bonito, dashi, kombu, and other authentic ingredients. The result is a rich broth that is thick, full-flavored, healthful, and unforgettable. Taste Japan from the other side of the world. Welcome to Jinya, a bowl above others. Anyone can tell you guys, anyone from Japan can tell you, real Japanese ramen isn't about the noodles. It's about the broth, and that's what they do right over at Jinya. So go check them out. 
they are my my thing i like to do is uh they're super crowded on weekends always because they're a great spot at least in houston and so me and my girlfriend like to go is around like like right when they open you know or an early dinner 4 or 5 p.m maybe 6 on a thursday friday what have you and you can just slide right in there and get yourself some ramen when you're watching all the other people come in and ha 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 you guys think you can eat dinner at a normal time well not at this super popular bumpin urban ramen bar check it out Jinya ramen bar go to www.jinya-ramenbar.com to see about their locations they're all across the united states and in canada and to see their menu and what else you want in a ramen website Laters, back to the pod. And then I was like, Cole, don't steal my bit. <laughs> hey, Jake, I always do this super <laughs> funny bit, but whenever we come back from breaks, but Brittany just ruined it, so I'm not going to do it this time. Oh, God. I uh, just want you to know what you're missing out on. I hey. feel your pain. <laughs> Thank you. She's always stealing bits. <laughs> bit stealer. Um, we're going to jump into my favorite section of our podcast. It's called Study Hall. Study Hall. Jake, we asked you if you wouldn't mind teaching us something we hopefully don't know about. If we know about it, hopefully you'll teach we'll us more about it than we know. Oh, you got, oh, you got a pay- paper. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. The most prepared uh, lesson. I will preface this by saying There's that bullet points, I've gone to a number of career days as a reporter mm. and I did this I came up with this exercise on my own and it is a interesting one but I what I do is is I tell them you know about my job and what I do and then I explain to them how a lot of the times I get to a scene and I got to learn everything I need to know about a certain um, story that's going on right there breaking news scene and then I have to go on camera and so what I did was I gave them a made-up scenario and then I gave them the facts like I was like a firefighter giving information to the reporter. And then they would come up to the front of the class and recite it mm. in front of everyone to kind of demonstrate how they would do it, you know, and how, how, how it, the pressures of yeah. repeating all that information. So you guys are in luck today. You're going to be the reporters. <laughs> oh, my oh, this is goodness. Cool. This and, is really cool. And I am going to be a firefighter because we are going to do a fire. Oh, So no. let's pretend that you get to the scene and your live shot is in 10 minutes from when you get there. You get there at 420. You got to be on the air at 430. So mm. you seek out the firefighter and you try and find the person that, you know, is a chief or a captain or someone like that that would have the authority on the scene. You're at a house fire. And the firefighter comes over to you, starts telling you the information. Here's the information, okay? All right, Brittany and Cole, this is the latest information we have from the scene. Firefighters responded to an apartment complex on South Gessner Road in in Houston around 8.30 p.m. Crews were able to put out the fire in 15 minutes. Before firefighters arrived, witnesses reported everyone from the complex evacuated, including a woman who yelled out, quote, my baby is still trapped in my apartment. A man who lives at the complex ran into the burning building to get the baby. Right as the Houston Fire Department arrived at 8.40 p.m., 
the man ran out with the baby girl in his arms and handed her safely back to the mother. The baby was taken to the hospital as a precaution, but is expected to survive. The Harris County Fire Marshal's office is still investigating what caused the fire. So at this time, having heard that, what I usually do is I'll ask any follow-up questions that I have. Mm-hmm. Do you have any follow-up questions? What are the road names again? <laughs> Gessner. South Gessner is apartment complex. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> you got any follow-ups? I <laughs> Question. We're about to be on the news, Brittany. <laughs> but I... I have a follow-up question. Um, uh... What were your teen years like? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that is not an appropriate question okay. at this time. Okay, that's fair. Um, um, have there been any other similar fires in the area? No, this is a standalone fire. Was it a four-alarm fire? Yes. Do you know what that means? No, and there were four different um, fire, fire houses called. Right? Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Do you have any follow-up questions, Cole? Um. What's the baby look like? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure it was covered in soot. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Brutal, Captain. (laughs) Um, So, okay. You guys put out the fire? Yes, in 15 minutes. 15 minutes. So, by 8.45. Or you arrived at 8.40. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So you put it out fire broke minutes. out at eight thirty. We were here in ten. How many Do people the... live in the building? Uh, we don't know how many people live in the building. Oh, you don't know how many people or how many units? Do you have the time? There was there was five units that responded to the okay. to the fire. Okay. Okay. How would you describe your perfect date night? A. <laughs> Ma'am, you really want to waste your time with these questions. You have to be on television in less than three minutes. Oh, we got to hustle. Okay, bro. okay. I think I'm ready. I think I'm Are ready. we like duo reporting? How's this? You go, well, I the way I do it is, you know, each person takes a chance. Okay. 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 Go for I'm, it, Brittany. Go for okay, it. I'm ready. All right, is, all right. So you got it? You got the rundown of what happened? I think so. Okay. okay and then, I'll, so and then I'm, afterwards, I'll critique you and tell you what you did right and what you did wrong. Okay. So awesome. I'm just going to... I can, I can toss to you if you want, like an angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do that, do that. Okay. We're going to bring in our newscast with breaking news in southwest Houston. we got our reporter, Brittany Kraft, on the scene. She's at the scene of a house fire. Brittany, what can you tell us? I just got here 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Hang on. I just got here 10 minutes ago. I know that I'm laughing, which seems like a weird thing to do at a fire. Okay, I gotta get it together, guys. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. I think I'm nervous. Um, What? There was a fire at eight forty. I think it was eight forty, and the police, not police, the fire department. Yeah, I'm ready to go, Jake. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. I was so confident going into it. I was so confident. Okay, I feel like... Let me go. Take two. <laughs> what would you do if you were laughing on camera and you couldn't stop laughing? They would cut to something else. They would... Oh, my God. And we'll get back to Brittany when she's yeah, <laughs> collecting herself. Okay. Okay. I'm reporting from South... I'm Brittany. I'm reporting from South Gessner, where there was a fire, and they got 
almost all the people came out, but then a lady ran out and she was like, my baby's in there. And then a guy ran in there and he got the baby. And then the fire department came and they put the fire out in 15 minutes. And the baby went to the hospital as a precaution. And they have no reason to believe that there's any foul play. <laughs> I feel like I should have asked that question, but I feel like they mostly believe that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to you, Jake. Thanks, Brittany, for that informative report. <laughs> In your mind, you feel like you're going to be really good at it. Right. Yeah, like I feel like I'm about to nail this. this, <laughs> yeah. this That's the thing. Just wait. You literally have, sometimes you have... 30 seconds to gather all your thoughts and make sure you know which parts to hit first and which are the most important. You can only take mental notes like you're never writing anything you down. You can write it down if you want. Because um, I, I think I've seen newscasters glance down. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like if you, if you you know, have a notepad, write it down. I See, that trips me up. When I have to look down and read something, yeah, it, stops. it confuses yeah. me. So I'm much better at just taking it all in. Wow. Yeah. You want to try it, Cole? Skill. Yeah, let's do it. Wow. All right, you want me to do the whole spiel? Yeah, go for it. Okay, we begin We begin this morning with breaking news out of Southwest Houston. We're going to go live to our reporter, Cole Triplett, who is on the scene of a house fire. Cole, what can you tell us? I'm taking a pause because there's a delay. All right, Jake, and uh, yeah, we're here on South Gessner Apartment Complex, uh, where at 8.30 a fire broke out, and uh, five fire departments responded to the scene. Uh, we believe that the whole apartment was evacuated until a woman uh, was uh, uh, informing everyone she believed she, her baby was still in the fire. So a uh, real heroic man ran into to the apartments, uh, tried to find the baby, and as the fire department arrived at uh, 8.40, the man came out with the baby who was then taken to a, a hospital for uh, precautionary measures. It seemed uh, mostly fine. Uh, except all that soot <laughs> on, on the baby. Um, uh, fire department was able to take down the fire about 15 minutes. By 8.55, everything seemed under control. Uh, as of right now, the uh, Houston Fire Commission uh, is is still investigating uh, the cause of the fire. Um, uh, back to you, Jake. Go Strohs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so if I had to pick a winner, I'd say Cole. <laughs> I feel like by going second, he had an advantage. Yeah, I definitely did, but <laughs> right. It's fine. But here's the, here's the thing. I still wasn't Is sure. Is this how news made. works? You get a winner and a loser. <laughs> in, this, in this podcast, there are winners and losers. Yeah. But here's the thing. So the most important. Oh, my critique. The most important part about the story is what that there was the a baby hero. that was saved. Yeah. Right. Baby. So that's like off the top. You know, you want to make sure that you say. You know, heroics this morning. You touched mm. on that. There's a hero in this, and um, a man potentially saved a life. Mm. One of the things. One of the things that you got to focus on, though, is how do you know all this information? Yeah. Oh. I spoke to the captain. And, right. Yeah. So, either firefighters. Texas Fire Commission. <laughs> I said Houston Fire. Did I it's, say Texas? It's, well, it's, it's the Harris County Fire Marshal's office. Very. But okay. I knew the, there was an office that. Right. <laughs> but. The point is, is that you attribute it to what you're talking Got about. It. So firefighters say, according to the captain we just spoke to moments ago, yeah. this is what he had to say. Also, you want to get out that they are still investigating the cause of this fire mm-hmm. and that there was no one injured. So that, uh, is, the, yeah, that is the other yeah. big takeaway. Um, but we did mention that the baby was taken to the uh, hospital as a mm-hmm. precaution. 
man, I studied journalism. I should know yeah. these things. Now that we got through these critiques, I'd like to invite Jeffrey to come uh, sit <laughs> in my spot real quick critique. and give it and give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll critique you. Okay, I uh, oh boy, should have would have listened harder probably. Do you want me to? Do you want me to throw it to you? Yeah, I want to throw. Do you want me to toss it to you? Give me a toss. Okay. Um, uh, reporting from Southwest Houston, we have Jeffrey Anderson live on the scene of a fire. Jeffrey, take it away. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> I'm here at South Gessner, where there's been an apartment fire. The building has mostly been evacuated. A woman came out <laughs> screaming, I imagine, with her baby covered in soot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got a whole mess of fire departments out here. At least two. Uh, it feels like you're going to be good at it, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Uh, we cannot confirm whether or not this was the work of an arsonist. We can't deny it either, though. I like how none of us asked that as a question, but then we just, like, decided whether or not it was arsonist. There was a hero in all this, let me say that. And that hero rushed into the fire, saved a baby, the one that I think I just said the woman had. Uh... And uh, you know, back, 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 uh, this is I'm national National Enquirer news. Uh, <laughs> going, throwing back to Brittany, I'm gonna go get on the cans. This is what we call the headphones in the biz, and that's what we call the business in the biz. Oh my god, God, Cole, that was a really great call. Oh, that was awesome. Oh my oh, god, stomach hurts. I'm sweating a lot now. <laughs> yeah, it's still real hot in here. Uh, what would you say for that one, Jake? Maybe listen more when you're... <laughs> you gotta jump on the scene. Right. Uh, it, but it's funny to watch that lie perpetuate because... So, n- no one asked about, like, the cause of the fire. Well, I mentioned it in my little spiel there. That no one still heard investigating, it. So. Still no investigating the it. cause of the fire. But typically, that's what you're gonna hear on the scene. You can mention, because a lot of the times, if they do suspect arson, or if they're unsure then they'll call out arson investigators. And you can, and they're clearly marked to say arson on the back of their mm-hmm. shirts. So you can say, we don't know what the cause of the fire is, but there are arson investigators on scene taking a look at things, and you can kind of show that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it... A and lot if you pan to the guys and they're like, this doesn't look good, you yeah. know, it's probably arson. Right, exactly. Those are the, the indicators. Yeah, the waggle. Right. In the biz. Anyway, <laughs> but a lot of the times you don't get any of this information and you just have to, you know, okay, you know there's a fire, you can mm-hmm. see it, you can see the firefighters going in and out, yeah. you see the arson police, you kind of have to get your bearings of what's going on at the scene and you're just describing it. So just describe what you see because yeah. that is also a part of reporting is setting the scene for everyone. What do you see? Okay, there's people gathered over here, they're huddled, they've got Red Cross blankets on, okay, Red Cross must be on scene. Are they helping these displaced people? There's different things that you have to notice on scene that sometimes, you know, if you don't have the information, you got to go to. Yeah. And real quick, you did cover Harvey, like, while that was happening. Yeah. How, how, is, how is that experience? Well, that was all describe what you see. Because yeah. we were in wall-to-wall coverage for days, and what that means is that we were on the air nonstop. 
And so it was literally you, we were, they were coming to us every five minutes. So even if you had nothing, which most of the time we didn't, you just had to reiterate, okay, we're here, there's flooding, there's people going in with boats, there's rescuing these people. It was, it was the, one of the toughest, I think the toughest thing I've ever had to cover. Mm -hmm. And for me, we, me and my photographer, my cameraman were stuck up in the Northwest part of Harris County because we couldn't get back to our station. The roads were so flooded and messed up that there was nowhere to go. Luckily, he lives up in that part of the county and his house was fine. So he invited me to stay at his place and we went back to his place and parked the live truck right outside his house and basically went in, you know, showered and, you know, he cooked and stuff and, you know, we had a place to stay. And then the next morning we got up, you know, we were working 12 hour shifts. I was working from 2 a.m. to 12, mm. uh, sorry, 2 a.m. to 2 p.m. And oftentimes it was longer than that because they couldn't get crews out quick enough from the station. It was nuts. Um, we covered boat rescues and we were, it was just raining nonstop. I remember that just being constantly yeah. drenched and constantly having to figure out how to wait ways to dry the equipment and make sure that everything was working and also make sure that we were understanding like everything that was going on and interviewing people but you also have to be sensitive to, oh, yeah. to everything that's going on so you don't want to sound like you know look at this this is crazy you know but because yeah. these people are losing their homes so you also got to take that into consideration when approaching people that have just lost everything mm-hmm. and are coming out in kayaks and they're and they're all drenched in there and got their belongings with them. So you gotta constantly remind yourself of that when you're out there. Because you can get numb, you can grow numb to things as a reporter. Yeah. Especially in those disastrous times. But there are times when it just becomes so overwhelming that you can't handle it on air. Yeah. And I remember sometimes being like you could see me visibly just like you know, putting my uh, head in my hands, not, you know, looking like I was exhausted because I was. Mm-hmm. It was just an unbelievable time. Yeah, I could definitely see how you could be like, like, why am I interviewing this person? Like, they should be, like, yeah. coping, or I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. What wow. crazy job. We're no good at it. Yeah. <laughs> we learned one thing on this podcast, it's that we are right, not Right, but, you know, reporters. like... That's the thing. It's like people think it's easy or they, they don't know how hard it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's like with improv, you know? A lot of people go like, I could do that. But, like, when you yeah. really get up there and, yeah. the, and the lights are hitting you and you're like, uh, you know? Yeah. But we've all been through classes and we've all done that. So we kind of know the deal. Like, I went to school for this and I had to come from another TV market and I may not have as much experience as other people in the business do but Mm -hmm. you know you do it enough times and you kind of get the drill down and it's like a team right like hopefully like the station like everyone supports each other like how's the ideally ideally (laughs) i'm not looking for you to talk goss about this but like i know that uh, i mentioned earlier i'm in a production class and i have a professor who's just the worst and i'm like this can't be how the real world like production scene is like because like no one would get anything done if they're just yelling at each other and like making each other feel like completely like anxiety ridden like i feel like a supportive nice environment would create the most success oh yeah and you have to and you have to work with other people i think the the main thing is is if you have a a good cameraman if you're a reporter and mm-hmm. you, if you work well with that cameraman 
and or camera woman because we do have female photographers um, either or it's about that camaraderie that you have and I think with my cameraman his name is Damon Sales he was terrific throughout entire Harvey because I worked with him every day and I just he's the type of go-getter type of guy it's willing to get out there you know he is has been in the business for a million years but knows what the job is at hand mm-hmm. and oftentimes when you as a reporter get down on yourself or tired or whatever you need someone else to be like hey dude like wake up like I know this is tough but it's mm-hmm. tough for both of us and you need to get out there because this is your job and yeah. that sometimes is helpful when when you have that support there yeah For all you teens out there. <laughs> yeah, for all you teens out there. Know what you're getting into. Get out of my room. Yeah, and also, please get out of my room. Wow, that was probably the uh, the best, The be- I'd say it's the best lesson. I think Maybe. it was the Holly's was pretty good about was pretty good. learning how to transition out of jobs. was pretty good. Yeah. I, but I this like was like, for sure, very different, engaging. like the where we had to try it out. I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. No problem. I also laughed a lot. Yeah. I, I was mostly laughing because I was nervous, but I was also laughing because because <laughs> I thought it was going to be so good going in, and then yeah. I immediately realized that I wasn't going to be, and that was hysterical to me. Mm-hmm. So then I couldn't stop laughing at how bad I what was. A Trust me, I, I, you know, <laughs> you go on the air sometimes, and I black out. Like it's the scariest <laughs> thing ever. Got to keep talking. You're just all. like, you know, you get to a certain point, you're like, oh my god, what am I doing? Where am I? What is the story? Yeah, and you're just like. And you have to toss it back. Oh, I'll get back to you guys on that. I'll, you know, oh. see you later. Mm. Like, <laughs> get it off, get it off, get off the screen. And I feel like, I know in comedy, like in improv, like you'll be like, oh, I feel like I really messed up there. And the crowd, you'll talk to a crowd person and they're like, oh, I didn't even notice. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like you could do that there. Like when you're just sending it back, they're like, oh, I just thought you were done with the story. I didn't right. know you were blacking out. You didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you were, <laughs> you were blacking, blacking out. out. <laughs> um, Cool. Real quick, we have a, a, another segment called Stay Safe, Bud. Um, stay safe, buddy. Stay safe, buddy. Uh, and, and in the world, people are always saying, like, you got to keep gotta keep uh, grinding and working hard for your dreams. But Brittany and I like the idea of keeping a part of your life where you're just staying completely safe and not... Not, not taking any risks. Uh, no risks at all. Just not going above and beyond. Staying comfy, not trying to be the staying best at anything. in your comfort zone. Yeah. How, how, are, how are you doing that in your day-to-day life, would you say, Jake? Small or big? Or? I'd say that I... Because I have to get up so early every day, mm-hmm. I get up at 2 o'clock in the morning most days. I try to keep everything simple. So when I'm done with work, I'm done with work, and I come home, and I get I lay on the couch, and I watch TV, because you've got to decompress after mm. after that. Because you're exhausted, <clears throat> maybe you just dealt with a horrible thing at work, and you just got to let loose. I try to keep that as safe as possible. I don't try and overdo it, and the only times I will ever really over overdo it, so to speak, is if I'm going to a show or improv show or something yeah. like that, where I know that even though I'm going to be tired... I know that it's going to be fun, and it's not like I'm going out drinking or, you know, going on a bender. I don't, I've never really done that anyway. (laughs) Like, I've never actually blacked out from drinking, fun fact. I have blacked out on air, but never (laughs) Never, from drinking. drinking. So, I don't think I'd ever do that, but I I feel like keeping that part of my self sane, I can then go to work and do what I need to do. That's a good call. That's a good one. Sleep is... 
Oh, sleep is sleep is, is yeah. yeah, and just relaxing in general, especially if you have those hours. Like I'm sure your circadian clock is uh, really thrown off a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you want to jump into phone calls, Brittany? Yeah. Or? Okay. Let's do it. So what we like to do is have uh, fans, friends, and family. I don't know. Calling <laughs> calling into the show, uh, uh, leaving voicemails about uh, questions about teens or mornings or uh, or teach us about something real quick. Uh, and remember, guys, if you want to call in and leave a question, my personal phone number is seven one three three zero four three five zero three. That's bold. At, yeah. At this time of recording, we have yet to release any of our episodes, but I'm sure, like in a couple of weeks, we're gonna release our first one, and it's gonna. Cole will regret having yeah. sent out his phone number. Or this podcast will fail, and I won't get a single call. <laughs> cool. Let's go ahead and jump into the first one. Uh, from our old buddy Neil. Oh, hello. It's me, the Nod. As you can tell, I'm a teenager. I got a question, though, about making friends. Every time I try to head up to some teenagers like myself at the mall, they all run away from me because of my Jinko jeans. Just wanted to ask you guys what advice you might be able to give me a regular old teenager banad in order to make more friends like myself oh that oh that's it <laughs> wait what so did he say he said people didn't like his jeans oh his jinkos oh jinko jeans his jinko jeans at the mall I, like at when he's mall. walking around the mall kids make fun of him for his jinko jeans and he's asking what, what do you do to, I guess, have friends? And I would say space buns and glitter roots. Ooh. That's a good my, call. I would say suggestion. own it. Own, own, it. own your jeans. There's going to be jeans. some other people out there that like those jeans. And right. Some of them yeah. won't be crazy, and you'll be friends with those people, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Also, maybe not go to the mall. Mm. Did you guys wear tight jeans or baggy jeans in high school? Tight jeans. Junior high baggy jeans. jeans high school oh. medium. Whoa. High school medium to tight jeans, I'd say. Mm. Medium to tight. Okay. When yeah. I was in high school, baggy jeans were the rage. Mm-hmm. No tight jeans. The 1970s? <laughs> the, well, bell bottom. Fat, big at the bottom, but yeah. skinny up top. Afros and yeah. bell bottoms. Yep. yep, that's when I went to high school. So. Yeah. Cool, let's get to the next cue. <laughs> I'm gonna skip this one. I don't want to help Allison. Who is this? <laughs> yeah, they're talking about the Sadie Hawkins dance, but I really couldn't care less over your garbled phone coverage there, Allison. Maybe get a better phone. Let's go to the next one. I think my name's Kelly. Hello. My name's Kelly. I am from Rhode Island, and I was just calling to let you know that I have a man who I'm deeply in love with, but he just seems to not love me. How can I turn him on or get him to appeal to my feminine ways? Please, let me know. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Well, thank you for the well wishes on the great day there, Kelly. Uh, we're trying our best. Um, so, so Kelly has a crush. 
Yeah. Trying to get some And she said specifically wants to use her feminine ways feminine to get ways. to get him turned <laughs> on or interested. Fun fact, some people are petition, petitioning thesource.com to change their uh, definition or their synonyms of the word feminine mm. because if you look it up all the words are like dainty yes, girly frilly weak <laughs> great advice for can't great pay advice. for her own meal I feel like Whatever. we need more information from her yeah yeah, so, I mean, well, well what I was trying to, to say, guys, was why, do you, why does she have to use her feminine ways? Well, that's just what, what she was asking. But maybe she needs to change the question. Ooh, what I'm deep. Maybe, Allison, is that her name? Yeah. Kelly. Kelly. Oh, no, Allison Kelly. was the Allison was the last one. Trash. Okay, Kelly, maybe just, like, you know, play him in basketball and then like when he's like pass me the ball like throw it at right at his nose he break his nose I thought you were going to say his uh, his junk so that you break his dick yeah break it in half maybe she should try on a pair of Jenko jeans ooh and then find that guy who called earlier yeah Neil yeah. the real teenager yeah, yeah. no <laughs> um awesome Guys, we're really good at helping people. Yeah, cross let's, that one off the list. Yeah, let's, Kelly. let's hit this, this next call. Hello, I'm at Whataburger, and every time I come here, they charge me something different. I just want to get buns, pickles, and mustard, and lettuce. And I get charged about $8, because I can't get the whole Whataburger meal without meat. So, how can I scam Whataburger? Please help me. Okay. Thanks. I'm really broke and I need to save money, so I already know. Okay, well, okay, she's saying she wants the water burger with no meat. It's getting I've charged the same burger. amount. But yeah. you could apply this to anywhere. Like, like you want she something just wants with the no bun? meat. Yeah, wants the bun with the lettuce, pickles, tomatoes, whatever. Girl, yeah, as go gross as that. Go to the sounds. grocery store and get some bread. Problem solved. Cross it off the list. Mmm. Yeah, fast food is expensive, specifically Whataburger. Is it? Is it supposed to be good? Yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a Whataburger, hold the burger. What is that? You're an idiot, caller. Whoa! <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, I don't think you're an idiot. Some of us just have real dumb questions. Um, cool, we'll take one. I thought that wasn't like your friend or something. No, it wasn't. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> one more. Oh, hey, um, I'm calling into the morning teen show because I would like you guys to talk about um, how to kiss someone for the first time. Yeah. I'd like a, uh, some, some step-by-step guidance and also are there any inanimate, inanimate objects that you recommend I could practice on without shame? Thank you for all your doings. I love that part. Without shame. Wow, okay. We loved the without shame part. Such a great call. That was a great call. Oh my god. I feel like each of us should go through um, our step-by-step techniques of kissing. Uh, I'll go for, I will say... What are your, like, five steps to kissing? Five steps. Real quick preface. There's... the, The first girl I regularly kissed was freshman year of high school, and I would always kiss her head on like without moving my head at all oh, and i've had people do that yeah one guy like pointed it out to me and he was like have you 
kissed people before like you just like it's like you go straight forward yeah. so i'd say don't do that Le- go for an angle turn nice. your head um, do you guys turn to the right or the left or both probably the right yeah, but like right. i'll do i'll do the left if it if right's getting boring um yeah uh i guess that's more of a makeout tip than a uh but no that works for a kiss does it okay yeah cool um so step one <laughs> angle your head step two um maybe like right off the bat if this is a first kiss don't try to do too much like you can maybe like hang on for like a mil a millisecond too long just to feel if they want to hang on too if they kiss you back yeah if they're kissing you back but uh just also be prepared to just be like done and then like like no no uh negative feelings towards yourself because you did it I, I'm really big into consent. Like, if it's mm-hmm. like a new kiss, um, I think consent is super sexy. So, I think being asked to be kissed the first time is like super hot. So, really? Yeah. Hmm. Can I kiss you? I think it's really cute. Or, I want to kiss you. Can I kiss you? Yeah. Yeah. See, what, because, I mean, okay. for them to just go in, like, what if I'm not ready for it? What if, I mean, it's surprising. It's shocking. It, like, you're also like, what if they're not going in to kiss me? Like, I would just like it to be very clear first time. The first time. Um, when I, uh, when I first kissed my girlfriend before, obviously before she was my girlfriend, the first time we kissed, um... But once you kissed, she became your girlfriend immediately. Immediately. Because that's how kissing... Like in The Sims, when you kiss and you're upgraded to life. Make sure you practice on an inanimate object that you want to be with for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you kiss a watermelon, you know know how it goes. So, um, it was funny because I, I... I kissed her and she pulled back and she said, what? Mm. Like this. And I was like, oh no, I screwed this up. But Should've she asked. was, but she was just surprised that I wanted to. She wanted to. She thought to. you, you weren't interested. Right. She that's, was surprised. But then, okay. and then we kissed again and was like, okay, <clears throat> now we're See, both See, that's why it's nice to have a, like a heads up. Like, yeah, yeah but, but here's my, it. here's what I was going to say about that. I feel that it, it detracts a little bit from the romantic part of yeah, it. Yeah, the moment. Sure. <clears throat> and I like that moment of like, you're kind of unsure, maybe she's kind of unsure, mm-hmm. and, you, and you're like, oh my God, like, you know, we can tell we both want to do it, but we don't, you know? And then it, when it happens, it's like fireworks. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think you can still have all of that and consent. Just saying. Just okay, saying. Ver- Just saying I will say, I'm kind of torn there. because verbal consent is really important. At the same time, I, I what I did was I, I just kind of waited, <laughs> like, just a little bit too long for the first kiss so that, like, it you was were, like, I was, like, definitely, no, 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 like, definitely sure that, like, this was something we, we both wanted. So I didn't, like, verbally ask for consent or anything, but, like, we both, like, kissed each other. I'm know. not saying it's wrong if you don't ask because there is times where you know, but obviously, like, a situation like that where the girl is surprised... Could have gone the other way, where she could have been surprised, where she was like, oh, "I thought we were just friends, and now you've ruined our friendship." And like, you know, I don't know if that would ruin a friendship. Well, what not if for, what if I asked? What if I asked? I, I mean, if I asked to kiss her, and she and she could have had that same reaction. Yeah, and then she could have been like, "I don't know, oh my God!" And then you still have all the tension. The tension. <laughs> I don't need that conversation. Let's talk about this. Our step by step kissing guide. So Cole's is step one: turn your head slightly to the right. Yeah, I don't need five steps. Step, step uh, two: step open two. your mouth as wide as you can that and stick your tongue that is not. as far into their mouth oh, as boy. possible while they do the same to you, and then rub your your tongue along that's their not, teeth. That's not. <sighs> that's Brittany's step. That's guys. kidding. Horrible. Don't do not do that. <laughs> Guess we know uh, why you're single, Brittany. <laughs> 
wait, is that why? No, but weirdly, I mean, even in my hundred and fifties, I still will kiss people that are terrible kissers. So I don't know. They How do you get be... this far in life and still suck at kissing? You got me, guys. Jake's about to pass out. He's so hot. Oh, it's just unbearable. he can't handle it. Yeah, it's really burning up in this Houston weather. It's pretty warm. And mostly Brittany's apartment. I think your AC is broken. Brittany. I think so too. Um. It's not getting any cooler. Yeah. I do think it's a little better. But, uh, yeah, what, what would you say, Jake? Like, first kiss guy, do you, you have any any quirks about your kissing style? Um, I will I will go in for the kiss, and then maybe if, if it's accepted, like, I get kissed back, I may, you know, touch a shoulder or, mm. or, mm. or touch a cheek, you mm. know? Sensually, what? Which cheek? (laughs) (laughs) I'd say if I was going to the, it would be like right. If you're going right, left. If you're going left, Mm. that's what I'd say. But nice. But but to answer the caller's question about uh, inanimate objects to practice on, um, I don't think any inanimate object is acceptable. Yeah, (laughs) I've never used one. You just kind of figure it out. I think I would like. I've heard that kissing on your hand, like the part right by your um, your thumb and your your pointer finger. The thing finger, you make like, hand puppets with. Yeah, that, like practice kissing that part of your hand. You could do that. You could do that. Well, I feel like we've solved all the world's problems today, <laughs> and I can't emphasize enough, Jake. What a wonderful weekend! <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for being on the podcast. This was so much fun. This was fun. Um, we're gonna plug plug things real quick, I guess. Uh, I'm still not on social media. Still not on social media. I'm at Spooky Ghost on Twitter. Y- you want to plug anything, Jake? You started that new KPRC Instagram account. Uh, yes, KPRC two Jake Reiner on Instagram mm-hmm. and KPRC two Jake on Twitter. Perfect. You got any shows coming up? Anything? Uh, no. Awesome. Sweet. <laughs> Great, hey, Jeffrey. We'll catch you there. <laughs> uh, how do we spell your Twitter handle again? You know, it's like the word. Named Jeffrey, but with an H in front. Because, you know, in Spanish, you can pronounce a J like an H. So it's like... Wow. So it's Heffrey? That's your account name? Heffrey? Well, I cut off the Y, now it's a T, because... Heffrey? Yeah, Heffrey. It's L. Heffrey. Like, the... Like, it's bad, is what it is. You gotta change that. Why is there a T on the end? I don't know. It's more of a visual joke we've emphasized. Yeah. I just like hearing I'm Jeffrey with this. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, final thing we do on the podcast is when you're a teen, you have all this anxiety and stuff, and you still do in life, but mostly when you're a teen, you, 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 you like to get it all out in the form of a ugh or ugh type noise. So, we just go one by one, just making this sort of release of negative energy real quick. Ugh. Ugh. Awesome. You got some stuff out in that yeah. I did everything awesome. I needed to. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. <laughs> Bye. Get, 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 get out of my room. Get, 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 get out of my room.